Hi everyone, I'm Sam and welcome to Medical Musings with Sam. Thank you so much for continuing to tune in and listen to me. I so appreciate it. Today I want to share with you a really special story. It's a story that really um, changed my future forever. It's the story of the day my femur broke. So my left femur broke spontaneously on October the 6th 2014. It just snapped in two. No warning apart from some pain at the site for a few weeks. It just happened. From a medical perspective it's a pathological break and we now know that I have a rare bone disease. The break of the strongest bone in your body though is much more than a medical episode. It's life-changing. It is forever etched in your memory and for me it's still an ongoing nightmare as it remains broken over six years later. The medical term is non-union. The personal story is one of ongoing pain and disability. As my bone disease continued to spread, a year later we discovered a stress fracture in my right femur. It also needed a rod placed in it as a preventative measure as it was about to snap without warning. Neither my orthopaedic surgeon nor I wanted to relive the nightmare of the day my femur broke. Every now and again, I allow my mind to return to that day, to remember, to ponder about the circumstances surrounding that moment. It has its own story and it's time for me to tell it. A story like this should start something like, it was an ordinary day. The day my femur broke was anything but ordinary. It was supposed to be a day of celebration and excitement and it certainly was heading in the right direction. My auntie and cousin had been planning a trip to Australia from the UK for over two years. We'd emailed so many times discussing the details, getting excited about being reunited after 30 years and it was going to be the trip of a lifetime. My cousin was only a newborn when I had first met him on a trip to the UK when I was 18. My auntie and I had been enjoying getting to know each other online again and were so excited about actually spending time together. Anticipation was high. Their arrival date was all booked. October the 6th, 2014. An important date, underlined in the calendar. A day I was so looking forward to. We were to pick them up from the airport at 1.30am. It was going to be a struggle for me at that time of the day with my stoma and rheumatoid arthritis. I also had a really sore leg, which had just been diagnosed as muscular pain as an x-ray taken the week before was supposedly clear. I was determined to get there to greet them. I was using a walking stick as I had a few weeks prior been diagnosed with a stress fracture in my left foot, but I had no idea what was to eventuate in the coming hours. We made it to the airport and the reunion was wonderful as we greeted each other in the arrival lounge of the Brisbane International Terminal. We'd had the perfect trip driving into the airport at that time of night, so we were able to quickly return home as well. I'd prepared a light supper. We sat around the table eating and talking. So much to talk about, so much to share. Conversation flowed so easily. They were family. And both my husband and I felt like we'd always known them and they'd always been a part of our lives. Before we knew it, the clock chimed 4am and we decided it was probably best if we tried to get a few hours sleep. 
Oh, how nice to climb into bed. My leg was really hurting even as I lay there. But it was muscular pain, so I was told. So I just hoped the painkillers would kick in and some sleep would help restore some energy. We'd been up for 20 hours, way too long for someone with a chronic disease. I was so proud of myself, though, for managing to hold it all together and for meeting them at the airport. I closed my eyes to see if sleep would come. But the birds outside were so loud. I can still hear them now as I think back. It was quite unnerving. The sound just was different. I couldn't put my finger on why. I hear them every morning and their song is usually beautiful. It was almost as if they could sense something wasn't quite right. 9am. I could hear some rustling downstairs and thought it might be my auntie. We all expected my cousin to sleep late. My husband and I went downstairs and joined my auntie for breakfast on the back deck. It was a beautiful morning and we chatted away about the week ahead and what they might like to do. The excitement continued to build despite our tiredness. About 10am my cousin joined us, much to our surprise. Poor guy looked so jet lagged. Coffee needed, lots of it. My auntie and I decided that we should get out of our PJs and get dressed for the day. No point trying to get any more sleep at this stage. I remember my auntie saying, this is going to be the longest Monday ever. If only we had known how true those words were going to be. I walked upstairs and I was just about to open my bedroom door when I felt a snap. My leg was like jelly and I don't know how I knew, but I knew my leg had broken. I can't recall pain at that point. I remained standing on my right leg with my left leg off the floor. I called out rather loudly and definitely for my husband. My specific words were, my leg has broken. My husband came running up the stairs in a flash. My auntie shot out of her bedroom and was right behind him. He said later he knew by the tone of my voice I was definitely in trouble. Would you believe my auntie was a registered nurse in the UK and had just retired. What a blessing to have her there just at that moment for such a time as this. She talked to my husband through what to do. They somehow managed to lay me on my side on the bedroom floor, placed a pillow between my legs and under my head. You know, I can't remember feeling any pain at that point. The shock must have just taken over. I didn't feel sick. I didn't faint. I just organised. That is so me. I was crying, but not for me. I was crying because I felt like I was ruining my auntie and cousin's holiday. I just kept saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Everyone was telling me, it's all right. It's not your fault. But I felt so bad for them. I could hear my husband downstairs arguing with the ambulance triple zero operator. He was trying to get them to understand I had actually broken my leg and no, there hadn't been a trauma to cause it. It had just happened. We now know it is such a rare occurrence the operator hadn't heard of it happening. Even the first set of paramedics who attended me couldn't believe it was possible. They thought it might be a ruptured tendon. I was seriously hoping it was only a ruptured tendon at this stage. I remember the paramedics trying to work out how to get me past a piece of furniture on our landing. They were discussing dragging me past it. 
car. I quickly yelled out to my husband and cousin to please move the cabinet. There was no way anyone was going to try to drag me past anything with a broken leg. I can't believe I was still able to organise, up until that point anyway, soon after the painkillers started knocking me out. They eventually got me downstairs and outside using a chair stretcher. I can't really remember a lot of that. I half remember being taken down the stairs, but not the entire trip. As they tried to move me onto the ambulance stretcher, they actually saw the bone slide outwards. There was no doubt my femur had snapped in two. I let out a blood-curdling scream. This was pain, and I remember it like it was yesterday. The first set of paramedics panicked and called a trauma ambulance. We had two ambulances in our driveway at this stage, all providing a wonderful show for our neighbours, who were now lining the street wondering who had been murdered. I must just pause and fill in one part of the story. While my husband was sorting out getting an ambulance, my stoma decided to erupt, probably the shock setting in, but all I could think of was I needed to have a clean stoma bag before the ambulance arrived. Here's where my beautiful auntie stepped in with her nursing hat on and she jumped into action. I was able to tell her where all my supplies were and she gathered everything we needed. Together with me lying on the bedroom floor, we changed my stoma appliance. What an amazing auntie. What a bond we had made. A bond so special it would become even stronger over the years to come because of this extraordinary day. How thankful and sure I was God had provided for me in this extreme time of need with someone by my side who knew exactly what to do. How amazing she came from the other side of the world just when I needed her most. We had no idea this was going to happen. How amazing that we had no idea of this need when making her travel plans. How could I not see God's hand at work, caring for my needs in advance? Needs I didn't even know I had. So let's go back to the main event. Once the paramedics decided I could be stabilised with my legs bound together, we finally set off for hospital in the ambulance. My auntie got to ride in the front seat and the ambulance driver gave her a sightseeing tour along the way. Not quite what we'd planned, but it was certainly an adventure which she shared with family and friends in postcards over the coming days. The rest of the day was spent in emergency department and the x-ray department. I remember being in a world of pain as I was moved in directions my leg just couldn't cope with to get the right x-ray image. The young radiologist couldn't find anything to begin with. She was so lovely though and she was being so careful with my leg. She was focusing the images on the femoral neck as that was the usual place for a non-trauma femur fracture. However, that wasn't where mine was. I could tell she was getting concerned as x-ray after x-ray wasn't showing anything. She eventually asked me where the pain was the most intense. With so many painkillers on board, my memory of the intense pain was waning already. But I remember explaining it was the middle of my thigh and my knee was hurting. That was the key. She positioned me for the next x-ray image and ran to take the shot. Within seconds, she returned to my bedside and I'll always remember her words. You are definitely in the right place. We will look after you. I'm so glad you told me about the knee pain. Oh, I was so relieved. I quickly asked had she found the break. She replied with a mixed look of relief, horror and sadness. 
that she had indeed found it. Finally, I got to my ward at 7.30pm. The worst was yet to come. Five nurses were organised to move me from the ER bed to my room bed. Oh, the pain. They shut the door of my room and gave me a pillow to put over my face to try to dull down the sound of my scream. They knew there was no way I wasn't going to be able to scream. It just wasn't a scream you could control. The pain was so awful. They finally managed to get my leg in traction where I stayed for 24 hours before surgery the following evening. While it was horrific, once it was placed into traction, the relief was fantastic. The nurses in my room felt so sick. As they'd moved me, they'd seen the bone move sideways and push against my skin. They were just so lovely and so concerned. They wanted to know immediately what I wanted. I could have anything I wanted to eat, anything I wanted to drink. Just tell them what I wanted. The first thing I asked for was a cup of tea. What else? I'm an Aussie, but I was born in the UK and we all know tea fixes everything. It was the best cuppa ever. I was finally alone in my room. I had time to reflect. What a day. So many disappointments, but so many blessings. We don't know how we could have coped had my auntie not been with us. Such a long way to come to be there to help her niece in her hour of need, but we felt that sense of us all being in the right place at the right time. I was so grateful my leg broke at home and not at the airport. Imagine that. I was so grateful for my loving husband, so grateful for the hospital staff who knew me well from previous stays and made me feel like I was in good hands. I didn't know what the future would hold, but I felt a sense of peace. God had looked after me all day and he would take care of me in the coming days, weeks, months and as it turns out, years as well. I was so aware my life was changing, so aware I had an unknown journey ahead of me. But at that moment, alone in my room, I closed my eyes and breathed. I was so relieved. The 6th of October 2014, the day my femur broke, was about to end.